Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. And we're in our Alabama studios, South Alabama. Drew Dubuque with me. We're here for our annual youth dove hunt. I'll try to put a dent in some Alabama doves a little bit later on. Drew, you know Captain Martha Spencer, don't you? Yep. She's joining us right now. She's getting ready to go hunt elk, but she wants to talk about catching some of those big fall tuna and swordfish. Martha, how you doing this morning? I am bright-eyed and bushy-tailed and excited to go to the mountain. <laughs> I know you're pumped up. What state you headed to? I'm headed to central Idaho. I'm flying into Boise today and then meeting some friends up there and headed up to McCall on the mountain. So we're doing the, the true hunt. No no, uh, no hotels, no horses, all uh, camping and hiking. What's the weather forecast up there? Pretty chilly. I think it's going to be in the 40s most of the days and down around freezing at night. Well, that's a welcome change from what we've had here. Good luck on the elk. Uh, tell us about fall tuna and sword fishing down out of Venice. Uh, you operate charter boats out there, goamericaoutfitters.com. What can someone look forward to if they're going to book a trip this fall? Oh, man, right now is the best time to come fishing. If you can catch the weather right, the tunas are in close. Uh, our biggest challenge is the sharks. Uh, anytime you're on the shelf in a couple hundred feet of water, you're always playing uh, – keep away with the bigger sharks but the bigger tunas are only about 10 miles out of the south pass right now so i mean you can go sword fishing and tuna fishing on uh, much less fuel than you would if you came in the summer so the weather has cooled down and with that salt water in the low river there's just a lot of nutrients in close and the bigger fish are hanging out behind the shrimp boats and they're hanging out at the you know the, the closest rigs really out of the pass so it's a short ride um and this is this is the time when you can literally almost see them eat the bait so if you're behind a shrimp boat it can get pretty exciting but uh sword fishing is a year-round fishery as well as yellowfin tuna and fall fish tend to be pretty pretty large uh, i've had a pretty good success in in october november for big swords and those are only you know just right on the continental or on the, the shelf right there so you don't have to go very far for those either and uh technically you could do both on the same day so um, I work for a new company this year called Gulf of America Outfitters. And uh, as you mentioned, our website's uh, goamericaoutfitters.com. Uh, 2200 plus fuel, up to six people. We pick you up at Cypress Cove. You, know, you bring your food and drink, and we got all the tackle and ice ready and do the fish cleaning for you. Well, if you share that cost among six people, that's uh, very reasonable. And it can be the trip of a lifetime because you did one of those with one of our young men who came down here and uh, he did it he, he got his fish of a lifetime which was a sword yeah he was a young man from michigan and uh we we actually hooked two that day and we probably could have kept catching except he got a little seasick but we did manage to get him what he wanted and that was a, that was a great day for him because it was uh, almost 
almost could barely get the bait to the bottom before we were getting bit. So that was a lot of fun. Great memory. Yep. And by the way, swordfish are great eating, uh, aren't they? Absolutely. It's probably one of the most versatile fish, and a lot of people don't really, they don't appreciate it as well as it could be because I think a lot of times at the restaurants it's a little dry. But when you have it fresh, I mean, you'll never want to eat it any other way. Well, give me a window of uh, best fishing time to book now between now and when. Um, I, the, un, unlike the past couple of years, I'm going to actually continue to fish through the winter. Um, you do encounter weather windows, but now through early December, you know, is a great time if you can get, catch the weather right. We, you know, we're watching these cold fronts, and we will let the customers know about two days out if it's going to happen or not. But uh, like I said, it's a shorter run, so you can almost tolerate it a little bit more if you're not going 60 miles offshore. Uh, weekdays are great, too, because then you're not fighting with as many other boats to get behind the shrimp boats. So those are always a good time to go. Um, but I'm going to be staying open this winter, and uh, if I can get a couple select trips in through, you know, December and January, the fishing can be good then, too. Very good. Go AmericaOutfitters.com, or if you miss that and you're driving, uh, get in touch with me, and I'll put you in touch with Captain Martha. Martha, good luck on the elk. Uh, I know you'll be very excited, and send us lots of pictures if you bag one. Yeah, I'm super excited, and good luck on your dove hunt. Uh, Drew, I know you're going to knock them all down. I've seen you shoot. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Martha, have a nice trip. Be safe, and uh, we'll catch up with you when you get back. And please send some All right, thanks, Don. Will do. All righty. Captain Martha Spencer, GoAmericaOutfitters.com. I tell you what, she's earned quite a reputation of pulling in some swordfish down there out of Venice. Uh, Probably one of the best. And if you want to book a trip, uh, check it out. All right, we come back after this. We talk to Captain Mike Gallo, Angling Adventures of Louisiana. He's our Born on the Bayou guy. Fishes Lake Catherine, Lake Bourne, Lake Pontchartrain, Mr. Go, Intercoastal, Biloxi Marsh, North. He's got a boat. He travels. We'll be back to catch up with him right after this on The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And our Born on the Bayou report with Captain Mike Gallo is presented by CETO. Those are the guys for $199 a membership for a whole year. We'll give you unlimited fuel drops. 24-in tow-ins, yes, they'll come out in the marsh and rescue from a mosquito-infested or freezing marsh. How about that? Jumpstart you for electrical problems, whatever it takes to get you back to the dock safely. CETO's there. It's like having a AAA policy on the water. And it's really peace of mind. And, you know, we're getting into that holiday season, so if you've got a, a, a list, someone on your list that's a boater, 
Think about it. Call Captain Chris, 504-301-4545, or one simple click to CETO.com. We'll get you signed up or someone on your list. Captain Mike joins us now. And, uh, Mike, uh, how has the fishing been? I know it's been a little breezy. We had a front come through. you got some special guests that have been fishing with you for a week. What's the plan for this weekend? Well, Don, with the special guests, we're going to make our way over to the Biloxi Marsh. Uh, we've, we've been able to make it over there Monday, Tuesday, and yesterday. We canceled Wednesday, and Thursday we fished around the, uh, the Bayou B Avenue area. But we're going to head back towards the Biloxi Marsh, and we're going to throw a variety of spinnerbaits. We're going to throw gold spoons, and we'll throw matrix straw rigged weedless, and we're going to pursue redfish. Um, had a pretty good day on redfish yesterday. These guys have been fishing with me for years, and uh, they like to keep 20. So we were able to keep our 20 redfish. So now it's all catch and release. And, of course, the captain loves it when you don't have to clean fish at the end of the day. So <laughs> yep. that'll, be our, that'll be our plan going forward. I have a couple of other boats going out. We're going to pursue trout. And um, I'm sure they'll be in close to the deep water passes where there's some current and probably be fishing live shrimp on a drop shot. Uh, on the redfish, what was the technique those guys like to use? Are they using artificials? Are they using live under a cork or a combination? They fished all artificials. I've been fishing with these two fellas going on 10 years. So they're pretty good fishermen. They're pretty self-supportive. I, I really don't do a whole lot, bring the boat over there, net a few fish, take some pictures, and we go from there. So I got them trained pretty well. <laughs> good good work all right now on your other boats that are fishing for the speckled trout are these world series trout showing up i know when i stopped over there wednesday and saw you everybody was in dry dock with that wind but they could get out there today before that next little blow comes you know we were talking yesterday when i got back in talking to some of the other captains that were cleaning their catch and yesterday was the first time i saw any trout over 18 inches unfortunately it wasn't a trout caught on my boat but i'm okay with that uh, the other captain, <laughs> yeah. they had some really nice fish, a couple of them up to 20 inches. So we are starting to see those bigger trout filter in. One of our boats took third place yesterday in the St. Tammany Parish Home Builders Association tournament. So kind of proud of that. Yeah, congratulations, because that puts some cash to pay for their trip in their pocket. I know that. Uh, Mike, You, uh, we, we often refer to you as the forensic fisherman because you keep meticulous records. You uh, observe conditions and, and, and all different types of things that affect the fish. And I had a listener that checked in. In fact, uh, our buddy Rick, he wanted to know uh, if you think or if I think there will be any impact to fish and game based on this partial eclipse of the sun that we're going to be having today. Uh, any thoughts on that? I mean, I remember one time we had a total eclipse, and at the time I had I had chickens. I had banty chickens. And when it was the middle of the day when it got dark because of the eclipse, and they went to roost because they used to roost up in the trees. They got fooled into thinking it was evening time. Uh, do you think the fish or game will be affected by that? I tell you, Don, there's certain times a year where I pay attention to the moon, and there's other times a year where I don't care what the moon's doing at all. And October, I could care less what the moon's doing. I really don't pay a whole lot of attention to the tide. And the way I explain it to my clientele, fish, I believe, instinctively know 
that harsh times are coming, harsh weather. And the weather doesn't necessarily affect the fish, but it affects what the fish can eat. We know that shrimp are going to leave the estuary when it starts to get really cold. Bait's going to become scarce. And I think fish instinctively know that. So during this period of time, from October all the way to at least middle of December, they're just eating like pigs, trying to stock up, sort of like bears eating a lot before they hibernate. So I don't pay no attention to the moon or the tide. If you get out there and you get it in front of them, chances are they're going to bite it. You know, Mike, a lot of people meticulously check the wind speeds, the wind direction, the tidal ranges. But one thing that's very, very important they forget, barometric pressure. That is incredibly important. When you get a falling barometer that stimulates fish feed, because just like you talked about, the fish sense tougher times are coming and it puts them into a feeding mode. And once it gets so high at a certain level, and uh, our friend Dudley convinced me, when it gets above 30-30, stay home. You know, I did many seminars with Dudley over the years, and I've heard that 30-30 reference times. I believe a little more specifically, while the barometer is falling or rising, either way, those fish shut down. I had a trip many years ago. The barometer was 30-50, 30-52 to be exact. And I was nervous as can be because I did 50 different seminars with Dudley, and he was preaching the 30-30, and I thought, Oh, boy, is today the day my fish guarantee is not going to work, you know. <laughs> but it was about yeah. it was about three days after a front, and mm. the fish ate up. The fish ate up. So it's during the time where the barometer is rising or falling, and that's usually when the front's right on top of you. And, you know, it's really hectic as far as weather and wind and water is probably dirty. But two or three days after, those fish acclimate to that pressure, and they go right back to eating. Got it. All right, Mike, you got you on my website, DonTheOutdoorsGuy.com. Give us your website and your very personal telephone that you answer all the time if somebody's interested in looking at some dates for a trip. Very simple. My website is AAofLA.com. We're on Facebook at Angling Adventures of Louisiana. Or my telephone number is 985-781-7811. All right, good luck to you and those two very skilled fishermen you got with you, and we'll find out how it turned out next week. Sounds good, Don. We'll talk to you then. All right, thank you. Captain Mike Gallo, we call him Born on the Bayou. Drew, do you fish with a barometer? Do you check the barometric pressure? I bet you don't, huh? (laughs) Not really. See, there's a tip for you. On your dock, you need to put a barometer up there so you can check the falling tide, and then you'll know whether it's uh, time to go do something else or go fishing. All right, we come back after this. Paddlers, it's time. We got the Falling Tide, which is one of the big tournaments put on by the Bayou Coast Kayak Fishing Club. Eric Mohabarak has the details and also a little update on the local fishing for you. Coming back on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. And we're stroking after the fish in the kayaks this morning. And this report with Captain Eric Mahabarak is brought to you by Massey's. Captain Eric, what's going on at Massey's this week? Oh, man, they got, how you doing this morning, Don and Drew? Y'all good? Uh, yes, they, they got all kinds of stuff going on. Huh? I said, we're fine as frog hair. That's pretty fine. I hear you. I'll get ready to get them birds. That is pretty fine. Yeah, well, look, over at Massachusetts, they got all kinds of stuff going on. They, they're getting ready to get those uh, new Hobies in, uh, the 2024 models. Uh, heard a little rumor there might be some new colors coming out with that. Uh, it mm. should be interesting. Yeah, you know, that's, that's, that's kind of, you know, Hobie don't change much, that's for sure, except improve on their product. So it should be interesting with some new colors. Uh, what else they got? They got some fall clothing that is there. Some interesting uh, new brands they brought in. Uh, and I th- thought about you when I when 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 I, when I was singing this. Uh, called Bird Dog. I thought that might be uh, one for you, Don, to go check out we'll over check there. Check it out. Yeah. Yep. Uh, you know, and then they got that critique. Uh, it, it's uh, it, it's another clothing line they make. Outdoor clothing line. And uh, they also have a special thing by Rain Spooner, which I haven't had the opportunity to look at myself, but uh, I have heard that it's very interesting. Some shirts that are LSU and Saints shirts that they're carrying, you know, over there. And, uh, of course, the uh, ski apparel is arriving daily. So that that's what's going on with, with Massey's. Just call them up. Yeah. Tell you, know, you the information you need. Eric, a lot of people would find it hard to believe that one of the, the biggest uh, purveyors of skiing apparel is located in its stores in New Orleans, Covington, and Baton Rouge. But they do because people love to leave here and go skiing. And hey, many places you can shop for ski apparel here, but they're one of the best ones. In fact, the best one that I know of. Yeah, Don, you know, it's it, they get people from all over different states that, that come. And they can also order it online, too. So it's kind of interesting, you know, even though we don't see snow here, they, uh, you know, they got a lot of people who leave town. You know, some people leave from Mardi Gras, which I find is interesting. Well, we heard from Mitch at the Delta Marina. I'm hearing from some of the kayakers. One had a great breakfast at the Ponderosa, and he's ready to go out paddling for the fish in the Fall and Tide Tournament. Tell us how it works, and what do you think it's going to take to win it? I think it's going to take some of the oysters from Ponderosa. I think it's going to be a, a nine-pound, ten-pound slam, you know, a speckled trout, redfish, flounder. Uh, you may get a, a bigger slam than that if the, if the correct redfish hits. But I'm going to say we're going to go with a ten-pound slam to take first place. First place is a brand-new Hobie Outback. Uh, second place is a $2,000 check. Uh, third place is a $1,000 check. So they got a lot on the line, and they have other prizes for, uh, you know, the largest saddle flounder and stuff like that, biggest red. Uh, but I think 10 pounds is going to take it. Uh, area I would concentrate on is that new, like, I'm gonna, the new Spanish pass they kind of built there. They've been catching some really nice trout and flounder in that area, and you happen upon a red, the redfish are everywhere pretty much. It's beautiful down there with all that new growth and everything. But uh, that, that's kind of what I would stick to. I'd, I'd start off with a with a top order and uh, just kind of work that top order till I get me a good 23-inch, 3-4 pound trout and then and then work work that golf on the bottom or, or uh the, the the saltwater assassins and see what happens with that 
You know, Eric, uh, CCA is all excited about this new uh, resolution that the Wildlife and Fishery Commission passed to move the pogie boats out uh, th- to three miles in certain areas and one mile across the entire Louisiana coast. And uh, I guess it would be strange for most state uh, areas councilmen, local parish councilmen, to get involved in this, but not when you're down on the West Bank, is it? No, well, actually, you know, uh, uh, Councilman Rick, at large, Ricky Templet, is the whole Jefferson Parish. It's not just, you know, the West Bank, uh, right. and he's the one who initiated the, uh, the, the 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 pogey thing and got it pushed through. So, I mean, it's not pushed through yet. They got to go through the final steps of it and stuff. But Don, you know, I'm, I'm really interested in seeing this. It, 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 it the fishing is going to be increased better. Or is it going to stay the same along the coast? You know, because uh, those big boats aren't coming in here with these big nets and and scooping up everything. And, and I'm thinking it's going to be better. I'm hoping, uh, but but you know, like right now, uh, uh, you know, they're catching bullreds like crazy right now down down along the coast. And uh, it, it's just you know it. it it really bothers me to see when all these fish get scooped up and, oh, we got too many fish, even the pogies. Oh, we, we got too much of a limit. We, we just going to cut the net and let all the dead fish go. That, that's not right. There's not a business in the world that should be allowed to do that. But um, I'm very interested in, in what's going to take place with this. You know, if they could push it off three miles and they could have their business three miles offshore, I think that would be an awesome thing for the coast of Louisiana. Yeah, and one mile in the other areas. Uh, Eric, before you go, I've yeah. got this guy. He's 13 years old, Drew Dubuque, and he's never fished in a kayak. What do you think? What, what can you fix him up with? You know what I'm thinking, Don? I think we need to get with the weave and get him over there and get him right off the beach over there in Mississippi. And, you know, that way he can get the full experience, catch a couple flounder, maybe a speckled trout, but uh, get him some, uh, hopefully a jack or a bull red when they're they, they coming around. They're there right now. You know, and I think it's a short paddle. It's a good starting place to go with. It's usually calm water right there. That, that's what I think we need to do. It's getting, getting I think over there. That's a great suggestion, Eric. He's, he's only 13, but he's a big, strapping, healthy, uh, seaworthy guy. Right, Drew? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He'd enjoy yeah. it. I think Drew, he'd I think get hooked when, on that, too. Yep. Uh, Drew, once I think you do it, buddy, I think Uncle Don's going to have to go to Massey's and get you one of them Hobies. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that, Don. Threw you under the bus. (laughs) I know. We'll take care of him, though. Okay, Eric, thanks so much, my friend. We appreciate it, and uh, we'll look forward to your report in a couple of weeks, and uh, we'll be getting the final results on Fallen Tide from Brendan next week. Yeah, Brendan's going to fill you all in on all the winners and stuff like that. Uh, Hopefully, who knows, it might be Brendan. He's a good candidate. Me and him have uh, won won it a few times, and uh, uh, I've taken second place. I've never taken first. But uh, Steve Lassard's another one that should be up in the the names. So, uh, another front runner. So, another front runner. But anyway, y'all have a great day, and uh, y'all be safe, all right? All right. Thank you, Eric. Yes, sir. That's Eric Mohabarak uh, on our Paddler's Report. Coming up next, uh, yeah, if you're going red snapper fishing, do not do what this guy did. The case of the over-under angler is next on The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. All right, we're going to pause for our local stations to identify themselves. When we come back, we're going to get to your text messages and also tell you about our bad boy, The Outdoors feature of the week called an over-and-under case of Red Snapper. That's next after our local stations tell you who they are and where they are along The Outdoors with Don and Drew Dubuque. Network. Our story begins when Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fishery Agents Sergeant Anthony Verrett and Sergeant Justin Lowry were on patrol on the Mermintar River in Cameron Parish. 
They stopped a recreational vessel with John Caesar on board to conduct a fishing compliance check, and during that check, Caesar was found to be in possession of 25 red snapper, which is 21 over the legal limit of four per person. Fifteen of his 21 were under the minimum 16 in size. They cited him for both possessing over the limit of an undersized red snapper, which could bring a $750 fine as well as civil restitution to pay back the cost of the snapper in the amount of another $717 for 54-year-old John G. Caesar of Lake Charles, Louisiana, our bad boys of the outdoors. Drew, you don't ever want to get on that feature. That's the, uh, that's no, the one good. you want to stay off of. <laughs> All right, look, let's get to some of our text messages, see if we can help some folks out, find out who's listening. Here's a good morning, Don and Drew. John Terrebonne, Convent Hunting Club. They're leaving Ascension Parish. Are going to load up the hounds. The rabbit report goes as follows. Brush is super thick. Rabbits are spread out. Not really in super concentrated, concentrated groups yet. Uh, we praying for a cold snap to come and thin out the woods. We do that every rabbit season. Good luck to everybody out in the great outdoors this morning. Uh, when's the last time you went on a good rabbit hunt? It's been a minute. It's been a minute, huh? We got to make that happen again this year if we get some good cold weather. We got the old snake doctor checking in. New Orleans fly fishers. They're doing a fly casting clinic today at the Big Lake by the museum at City Park in New Orleans. If you want to head out there. Uh, Snake Doctor, you got to give us more notice. That way we can tell people a week ahead of time so they don't get caught at the last minute. Uh, let's see. We got a shout-out to Delta Marina. Good luck to the Bayou Coast Kayak Anglers. Just a great setup for the tournament at Delta Marina. He says the Ponderosa restaurant was a rockin'. That's from Gator Boy. Uh, here's one that says this must be a UPS driver, Drew. He says, uh, Don and Drew, one more week of that brown truck and then 10 days of fishing at Lake Catherine. It's been from Mississippi. You practically live on Lake Catherine. What tips can you give him? Spinner blades. Use those a lot. Um, live shrimp help. Any uh, uh, particular part of the lake better than another? East side, pens, west side? P- pens. Wind and Yeah, you know, weather baits being driven and draining in the, from the marsh into the lake would be a good idea. All right, let's see. Uh, they want you to let me shoot some of those doves, Drew. There we go, rat. Says, give I'll me try. a break. Give me a break. <laughs> he says, uh, the river rat, that's another rat. We got a lot of rats listening to the show. Uh, he says, I hope you voted early. The antis are getting stronger every year. Absolutely, I voted already. My ballot was cast uh, via the mail uh, almost uh, two weeks ago. So do your duty, especially if you're a sportsman. Vote for the governor candidate, lieutenant governor candidate, and on down who you think may help you out. All right, coming back after this, it's Captain Ryan Lambert, Cajun Fishing Adventures, located down in Buras. We'll find out what he's up to this weekend. Stick around. Could help you out finding some fish. Back with Ryan after this on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. Well, Drew, we got the plastic man on. You know why we call him the plastic man, don't you? Yep. Why? Could he actually use plastic? Well, yeah, he absolutely abhors using uh, live shrimp, but he will in a, in a real pinch. But other than that, it's plastic, and during duck season, he's the man of steel. Let's get to him now. Hey, Captain Ryan, what's going on? How y'all doing this morning, boys? Y'all ready to kill a dove? I am. I don't know about Drew. He might just go back to bed later on and sleep through. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not buying that. Uh, He's got a gun, and he's got shells, so he's dangerous. He's armed and dangerous this morning. 
Well, Drew, this is the rule. If, if you don't hit them because you're not leading them enough, double your lead. Whatever you're doing, double it, and then you'll start hitting them. Oh, he All can right. give me some tips on dove hunting. He's a pretty good shot. Good, good. That's awesome. So yep. what's happening it's, it's down there? Right now. Well, that's good, the that's not going to last, huh? <laughs> no, the boats are pulling out the driveway right now. They're going to try to get on the trout first while it's nice and calm. And then they'll they'll come back, and when the wind starts blowing, they'll come and shelter and fish redfish. So they got a great morning this morning. I mean, it's the the little fog is just hanging over the ground like a little bit. That's how calm it is. Nice. I would and love cool to go too. catch those. Yeah, I was on some bigger trout earlier this week. I'd like to go right now and catch some of them, but the tide is low. You know, we don't have much tide, and it's low. And those are high tide fish, those big ones. So I'm gonna get some to hang around the lodge and not do that. <laughs> you know, you got a lot. And, you got a lot of customers that come down there, and they're not really interested in catching fish to take home and eat. They're there for the, the fight. Uh, has anybody worked over that or found that situation that we worked over a couple of weekends ago with the, with uh, Lucas Horton where we found the, the, the bait pouring out of the marsh into the river and the birds and the, the jack Ravels and the bull reds and everything oh, yeah. tearing up? Oh, yeah. We, we've been on it. You know, it's how everybody's been catching those giant jacks. Uh Blue reds. I mean, it's it's just been good. Uh, yesterday, some guys wanted some blue reds. We caught you know caught quite a few. You know, just similar to that. But the the water was flowing out of the river into the marsh, and the wind was blowing hard on the marsh. So it was kind of weird. You couldn't get on them in the marsh so easy unless you had a lee shore. But uh, everybody did real well. We've been catching a lot of fish. It's it's just good. And then the, this full moon next week or two. We'll have uh, the trout moving into the river. So, man, it's it's game on. You know, uh, do you get CCA, the Conservationist uh, Organization's magazine, Tide? Do you get that each month? Yeah. Did yeah. you see what the recipe featured is this month? No, I didn't. Gaff tops, an exotic recipe for gaff top catfish. And, boy, I was thinking you about know, you when we, we, we found them <laughs> under the birds a couple of weeks ago. We could have sunk the boat with them. Oh yeah, anytime you can, anytime you can do that. But you know, I one day I kept hearing that, hearing that. So I said, I'm bringing two of them in. So I brought two good ones in, and I tried them. You know, I just filleted them and just fried them like the normal. They were a real fish. They're edible, but they're real fishy tasting. You yeah, know, they kind of uh, taste like trout, but with a very strong, oilier taste to them. Is what they taste like to right, me. Right, a very strong fish fish taste to them. So you know, trout's so mild. But, uh, you know, they're edible. And I had a customer yesterday said somebody that they fish with keeps them all the time. So, you know, if you can't fish trout, you can't catch trout. Yeah, they're good. (laughs) Well, this recipe is one of these, you know, these recipes that have so many other ingredients that kind of overshadows any bad taste that it might have. It's one of those kind of recipes. But it it was from Florida, and it called for some kind of coral or something, uh, some kind of, uh, grass or coral that grows only in Florida, so I, I don't think I can try it without that. I have to get some of that. Yeah, that CCA trying to get rid of some of the gaff tops. That's what that is. <laughs> That's a good move. Yeah, the more of those out of the water, the better. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, all we the, might. All of the members are complaining. <laughs> this front and the moon might might bring a few of the quackers down too. Hopefully, we're gonna have ducks. I'm, well, I'm not. I don't want them yet because we don't have enough food to sustain them. So all the grass is dead from from the tidal surge and the low river. Uh, we have tons of of tickweed, and we got the duck potatoes are dead on the top, with the root systems already there. So that's good. 
the mm-hmm. dear peas or, or have died on the bank, but the peas were already there. So we have tons of food. The smart weed is there. So we have food, but we don't have the aquatic vegetation to sustain them. So let them stay up north and eat that corn and them nice flooded cornfields. <laughs> then, then they could come later on when, when we're hunting. <laughs> you know, one of the, the prime uh, protein sources for ducks down by you are those snails. How has this saltwater influx affected the snail population? Are you seeing them? Um, none whatsoever. They they uh, yeah. When the tide goes low, the whole, the whole ground is just covered. But ironically enough, I've never found many of those snails in the craw of my ducks. But we know they eat them. No, they eat <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we know they eat them, but I just, I guess there's so much other stuff. They save that for last. I don't know. I don't know what the deal is, but I've never found tons. Of, you know, the little bitty ones, yeah, you find it in their gizzard even. They use it for, for grinding stuff up, but right. I've never seen, you know. I, I killed a pintail last year. His, his whole neck was full of acorns. I said, really? Where'd you get hmm. that at, old boy? <laughs> yeah, it must have been his uh, evening before dinner. It must have been that, that, that situation. Yeah, he, he probably flew right in that night. You know, they they fly all night. They, you know, ducks do so many things that people don't know. I mean, they fly all night. They fly up in the jet stream up to 30,000 feet at 150 miles an hour. Just the craziest thing that they're learning with this telemetry stuff now that we never would have believed. Well, I think those ducks read the hunting pamphlets, too. They look at the dates. You know, they know when it's safe where. <laughs> Well, I hope they got a good GPS coordinate on me so they can come see me. <laughs> there you go. All right, Captain Ryan, sound like y'all having fun. Continue. Carry on, and uh, we'll catch up with you again next week. We'll do, guys. Y'all have a great hunt. All righty. Thank you. Captain Ryan Lambert, you can find him at CajunFishingAdventures.com, or he answers the phone wherever he is, 504 504- Five five nine fifty one eleven. All right, one quick timeout, and then Drew and I are coming back to wrap it up before our dove hunt this afternoon. Stick around. We're back to do it right after this on the Outdoors with Don and Drew Dubuque Radio Network. Well, Drew, this has got to be the fastest show in radio, huh? Can you believe it? Two hours gone already, man. It's 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 come yeah. and gone. Well, we got a few texts to catch up on, and I'm hearing from uh, let's see, Chris and Teresa. The Armadillo Trappers from Denham Springs. Good morning, Don and Drew. They're headed to Vermilion Bay this morning. Oh, I don't think they're fishing their normal uh, sockele, which is what they go after. Speaking of the Armadillo, uh, they had a problem with their Armadillo in the garden, and I had managed to catch two. I finally figured out the key to trapping Armadillos, and with this drought, they've been tearing up the yard. Uh, you got to find little openings where they come through the fence or where they travel and just set the trap up, no bait. And uh, poor little guys go in there, and they're, they're too dumb to realize they're trapped. And then once you get one in there, it leaves the scent, and then that uh, attracts or uh, leads other ones to believe it's a good place to be, and uh, you kind of eliminate your armadillo problem. But uh, I can't find If there is a bait out there that works, I'm not aware of it. All right, let's see. we got some more texts coming in. Um, here we go. Good morning, Don and Drew. 13 years old. Glory days ahead of you. And what doth the Lord require of thee but to do justly and, and walk humbly with uh, God? Enjoy love. Enjoy life, young man. That's some advice for you, Drew. Thank you. What advice do you got for people going dove hunting like us? What are some of the, the keys to bagging doves being successful when you shoot them? You, you've hunted this year. You bagged your first turkey. Uh, you've been on the duck since how old? When, how old you started? Three? Four? Refuge three, yeah, three, four. <laughs> yeah, so you got the ducks down. You did a good. You had a good teal hunt? Had great teal season. All right. So uh, what about dove hunting? What can you tell people as far as hunting doves? If they're legal where you're hunting, definitely get a spinning wing. I think that helps. Brings them 
closer to the ground and decoy help. But definitely want to look into spinning wings if they're legal. Yeah, definitely. Uh, they they definitely bring the the doves in. As far as the lead on a doves compared to a duck, sometimes they'll come around corners. They'll be flying. They'll be moving. You gotta lead them more than. Like Ryan said, if you're shooting and you think your lead's long enough and you're missing, double the lead on it because uh, they're one of the fastest birds there is. A lot of fun. How do you cook doves? What do you do with them? Uh, hard to beat poppers, but. Uh, poppers. Explain poppers because, you know, we know what we're talking about. Right, but right. people listen. Sometimes they hear it and they say, what are you Pe- talking about? A jalapeno or pepper, uh, cream cheese, and the dove, and then wrapped in bacon and grill it. Just the breast, make like a sandwich, and put the cream cheese and wrap it in bacon, maybe a little Cajun seasoning. Uh, You know, uh, one trick I learned from uh, your Uncle Blake over there in Texas, poblano peppers instead of the jalapeno or the green peppers, instead of the bell peppers. Tastes much, much better, but there's a key. you got to kind of steam them and and wrap some uh, saran wrap on them because they got a a thicker Mm -hmm. outer coating and you got to get that off and they it's a little bit more work but boy they sure are tasty well i hope we get some to 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 try some of those recipes out all right we got the silver hill guy he's listening to us at the mobile paper mill good luck this afternoon welcome to his neck of the wood we're glad to be here uh here's uh big mike uh alligator capital of the world bayou liberty is that the alligator capital i know they got plenty of them there and let's see, we've got Dan in Mobile welcoming us to South Alabama. It's shaping up to be a beautiful sunrise. I hope your hunt goes well. And uh, let's see, yeah, well, the sun's rising and a new day is done. It's not like a song I think I heard one time. All right, well, this is going to wrap it up. Uh, we're going to tell you how our dove hunt turns out. And thanks to the Alabama Department of Conservation for putting on these youth hunts. They do a great job. They cook some hot dogs for you, set up the skeet shoot make the fields available in a, a safe way, and uh, you can bring your youth out there. They've got several of these, and not just youth dove hunts. They've also got duck hunts and deer hunts and turkey hunts and lots of opportunities. So thanks to the great state of Alabama for doing that for us. And we'll be doing more shows here over the years. And, you know, this week we had so much uh, global turmoil and strife. So it's, it's time this weekend to take a break. Head for the beautiful scenery and the uh, tranquility of the woods or the waters. Get out there with the ones you love and really enjoy it. And just for a short time anyway, forget about all that stuff that's going on. Also, one thing I can guarantee you, the headlines tomorrow will be the Tigers win tonight. I don't know which Tigers. might be Auburn Tigers, might be LSU Tigers, but the Tigers will definitely win. All right, well, thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed listening to the show this morning and hope you'll join us again next week and each and every week. We do this 5 to 7 a.m. each and every Saturday morning. It's a little two-hour journey to the great outdoors. We hope to entertain you, inform you, and let you know what's going on in your world of the great outdoors. Get out there with the family and enjoy it. Be back here again next week so we don't count your absence for the outdoors this week with Don and Drew Dubuque Radio Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.